hello, 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 everybody. This is Tanika Sims, and this is Monday Mindfulness on Mind Your Business. And tonight, I am going to be talking to you about mindfulness and logic, and if there is such a thing. And then we're going to do a mindful meditation on just taking things one thing at a time. So before we get started, we'll just wait and see if there's anyone else that's going to join us. But thank you to those of you that have already joined us. I appreciate it. I hope everybody had a good weekend and was able to relax and do some things you like to do. It was a really nice weekend, but we were actually traveling. We've been on college tours because we got a senior that is about to graduate. And so we um, visited a college this weekend. We visited a couple of colleges last weekend. We've been accepted to about 10 colleges and we're just trying to narrow it down. So it's really exciting. It's a lot going on. We got tennis and track and all kind of stuff going on. And so in between all that, I got to remember to breathe and stay mindful. So this week, <clears throat> I'm supposed to be taking time off. But I'm still here because I need to do Monday Mindfulness. It's important for me to do Monday Mindfulness. And so I hope that you all enjoy the Monday Mindfulness and are getting something out of it. I'm going to start doing something new. I'm going to start having some experts come on and talk about some things that involve being mindful and then just talking about ways that you can incorporate that into your life. So let's talk about logic and reasoning. When we think about logic and reasoning, you know, what really comes to mind? It seems like most people should be logical and you should think logically, but that's not always the case because when you think of logic mind, it is the opposite of an emotional mind. And where logic and reason and facts are, they run the show. And emotions have no value when it comes to logic and reasoning because you're thinking without emotion. You're thinking of the best choice about when you have all of the um, information and you can do reasoning, deductive reasoning, um, where you understand that if this and this are together, then this has to happen. And so that's pretty much logical and you know what the outcome may be and what to expect. That's not always true because the problem with logic is it doesn't factor in how you feel about it. And so it makes your ability to problem solve a little bit less ineffective because your feelings are very important to consider. And so when we think about logic and reasoning when it comes to mindfulness, we want to think about being present in the moment. And I always talk about mindfulness and being present in the moment as far as not worrying about what was and what is to come or what is right now. And when we are thinking logically, we tend to usually refer to the past sometimes. And we usually look ahead to the future. And so we can't always assume that it's going to be a logical explanation for something. We have to take consideration sometimes that there are feelings and emotions involved. And when there are feelings and emotions involved, you have to be mindful of where that other person is coming from or what the situation is. So you want to make sure when you are in any situation that you are able to help validate others' emotions as well as your own. And sometimes in logic and reasoning, you can't always do that. And that's where mindfulness comes in because it helps you to acknowledge those emotions 
accept those emotions, and then be able to let them go. You can label them without judging. And see, sometimes logic causes you to judge, and reasoning causes you to debate. But when you're being mindful, you're in that present state, and you are aware that there's two sides to a coin. And no matter what side the coin lands on, it is what it is. And you accept that for what it is. But if you start to reason, then you'll want to flip the coin a couple of times and say the best two out of three, or the best three out of five, and so on and so forth. When it's only one flip of the coin, and wherever that coin lands, you know that it is what it is, you accept that, and you move on. And sometimes it's hard for us to accept things when our emotions are involved because we get caught up in the emotion. So what I want to tell you is it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to even be emotional. But don't get caught up in the emotion. Learn to understand what that emotion is. Be aware of what that emotion is and learn to accept it, label it, and move on. I was telling someone um, whenever you put a name to something, it's just fear that's covered up. So when people say, oh, I just have anxiety when it comes to doing that. Well, more than likely, you are fearful of something that is stopping you from doing it. So you call it anxiety, but it's fear. And when you recognize that you can overcome that and, and you can challenge yourself to persevere, then you realize that you can become less anxious because the word tells us, so don't be anxious about anything, but to pray about everything. And so if we would be mindful before we take a step, think about what we're doing. Contemplate on it. Pray about it. And then move forward, we might be better off. So those are just some things that I wanted to share with you tonight about logic and reasoning and how they can play a, a part on your emotions and affect you. But if you learn how to get in front of that and understand and recognize by being mindful, then those are ways that you can overcome those challenges. So throughout your day, if you are up against something in a meeting or in a debate or trying to solve a problem, don't always worry about the logic and the reason. Be mindful and think of the now and what you can do about things right now, not what you did in the past, not what you can do in the future, but how you can just focus on this present moment. And so those are my mindfulness tips for today. And before we jump off of here, I just want to go over the mindfulness script that I have for you tonight. It's called One Thing at a Time. And it's purpose and effect. There's a saying, if you want to dig a well, you can make 100 holes one foot deep or one hole 100 feet deep. Where you are most likely to find water. A lot of our lives are like that. We have endless to-do lists and multitask to get ourselves through the day. That's okay once in a while, but a routine of running from one thing to the next takes its toll on our peace of mind. We can't go very deep into one thing. We won't find water. You can use this simple practice anywhere you have a couple of minutes. It will help you shift from the stressful place of multitasking to a more peaceful place of doing just one thing and once you learn the practice, you can use it as mindfulness tool with anything you do during your day. So the summary, you want to pause twice during your day and practice doing one thing for three to five minutes. No matter what that is, just try practicing it twice a day for three to five minutes. It will help you become more mindful and more aware 
and your present surroundings. So choose what time of day you want to practice it. You can set an alarm or you can set a timer or you can just um, get when you get up in the morning or before you lay down at night. And it doesn't have to be a specific time, but just before you, um, just right after you get up or right before you lay down at night. Think about what you usually do in your day. Are there times or situations where you tend to get a bit overwhelmed or busy mentally? Those can be your best times to try this practice. If nothing special comes to mind, do it anytime. You can give it a try before you get out of bed in the morning or before you go to sleep at night. I don't make this stuff up. Here's your one thing to do. For this practice, you're going to focus on one thing. You can choose either the sensations of your breath and a word or a phrase. If you like to use your breath, choose a place where you feel the breath most easily. It might be at the tip of your nostrils, the rising and falling of your belly, or your chest expanding and contracting. If you like to use a word or phrase, you can use anything that gives you a calm or grounded feeling, like the word peace, or happy, or silence, or even joy. It doesn't matter what you choose, only that you stay with your chosen focus for the length of the meditation. It can be tempting to switch from one focus to another. If you're feeling stressed or a bit anxious, when you stay with the one focus, you'll get more benefit from the practice. So take a minute to get settled and comfortable. Remember, you breathe in through the nostrils and out through the mouth, exhaling. And when you inhale, you're going to inflate. I'm sorry, you're going to expand your belly. And when you exhale, you're going to deflate your belly. So sit in a way that's comfortable for you and take a few deep breaths. When you really relax your body, you set all kinds of healthy and healing body processes in motion. Some of the emotion and negativity that will restore through a physical tension can start to dissolve. You, sit, you can um, have a single rejuvenation and heal part of your brain to send stress-reducing chemicals throughout your body and mind. It really does work if you practice it. It doesn't just take place overnight. You have to do it um, um, repetitively. So if you try to do it at least seven days in a row, um, twice a day, then by that seventh day, you'll be more mindful and you'll be more into the habit of doing it. And if you continue for 14 days to 21 days, it'll become a habit and it'll just start being natural to you. So once you're comfortable, bring your attention to your focus. For your breath, pay attention to the physical sensations of breathing, like coolness or warmth, pressure or rising and falling. Really feel the sensations whenever you notice your attention has shifted to something else, like thoughts about your breath or a feeling of sadness or frustration or a pain in your back. The practice is to gently bring your attention back to the physical sensations of your breath. For your word or phrase, the practice is the same. Repeat the word to yourself silently, doing your best to feel how peace feels, or whatever your word may be. And when you realize you've drifted away, congratulate yourself for noticing it and come back to repeating and filling the meaning of the word. Pay attention to your focus as closely as you can and as sustained a way you can. So you notice when you move to something else. If you notice right away or two minutes later, it's all okay. The practice is the same. Just gently come back to your focus and start again without judgment. There is no right or wrong way to do this. Learn one thing at a time. Kindness is essential. 
Most of us feel we've done it wrong when we lose our focus or we think we just can't meditate. That's just a misunderstanding and becoming distracted is part of the practice, not a problem. Meditation gives you a window into how your mind works, maybe in a way you've never seen it before. If your mind jumps from one thing to another in meditation, that's because it usually operates that way. When you do this practice, you'll learn more about your mind and how it feels to be mentally scattered or mentally focused. The key to letting that focus grow is kindness. If you criticize yourself when you lose your focus, you'll create a little war inside yourself. And who would want to meditate if that's what it's about? You're not going to want to do it. You're practicing stopping the war by doing just one thing. Noticing what happens and kindly bringing your attention back to what you want to focus on and stopping the world feels really good. You'll be able to go beyond the surface of what matters to you and go deeper. <clears throat> so as you practice those meditations, as you reflect and you do a journaling, which I suggest that you journal and write your thoughts down, you can, you can write down feelings and thoughts and then reflect on because you feel the difference between a moment of focus and one of the busyness. Were you able to be kind to yourself during the practice? And are there other things you do every day that could be your focus or doing just one thing? So just remember to be mindful of your thoughts and how you treat yourself when you have those thoughts. Whenever you're meditating or whenever you're in any situation, be kind to yourself. As long as you're being kind to yourself and not passing judgment on yourself, it makes it easier for you to be able to get through the meditation or even get through your day. So start off small, practice a little at a time. I remember when I first started out, I could not sit still for any period of time. And then I started off, I tried a minute, and then I would just add a minute. And then I got up to 10 minutes. And then I was like, wow, I can really do this. And then it got to the point where I can do it for hours. And so most of the time that I practice meditating is when I'm in the bathtub because that's the time where I can have quiet time and peace. And I can just lay back and relax. And I can just give myself self-care at that time. Just taking care of my mind, body, and soul. Just not allowing anything to come into my presence. And I usually do it when it's quiet in the house and everybody's asleep, and I can just have that peace and quiet to myself. So whatever works for you, whatever you need to do, that is when you need to find your peaceful, quiet time of rest where you can pray and you can meditate and you can reflect. And then once you're finished, journal and reflect on your thoughts and your feelings. And then um, as you do that, go back to the beginning every now and again, maybe once a month, go back to the beginning and see where you started and then come back to where you are to see how much you've grown. And if you feel like you haven't grown, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just start where you are and begin again. And that's what it's all about. Just being kind to yourself, loving yourself, and understanding that being in the present moment is what's real. It's what's authentic. And learning to be transparent and real with yourself will transform over to others. And you'll be more mindful. You'll be more peaceful. You'll be more relaxed, more calm. You'll be able to handle situations better. And then when it comes to logic and reasoning, you'll have a better way of expressing yourself. So for that, this is Mindful Monday or Monday Mindfulness. And I thank you for joining me. And until next time, remember, you were created with a purpose. 
So now it's time for you to go be great. God bless you. And if you would like to know more about mindfulness, contact me at yourfullmindlife.com, Tanika L. Smith at yourfullmindlife.com, or you can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And I promise I will get back to you as soon as possible. Until then, I'm going to take a break this week. If you see me around, just wave, say hi, hello, whatever. And just remember that, again, you were created with a purpose. God loves you. Love yourself. Love others. Be kind. And don't take anything too serious. Till next time.